I'm juicy, I'm juicy, I'm fucking juicy J. I'm roofing, been roofing, been roofing all damn day. Got one motherfucking thing to say. I'm a bad bitch, I'm a bad bitch, I'm a straight up fucking savage. Watch me rip, rip this, watch me slay this. I'ma chew this shit, bum bum bum. I'ma do this shit, I'ma eat right through this pitch. Banging rang, slinging buns, spitting nails with my gun. <laughs> Jaw dropping, hip hopping, JBS just popping. That's my little poem. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I got a couple more little lyrics here. I <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. shoot them. I wanted okay. to keep on going. <laughs> um, new sights, new whip, rocking every single fucking hip. I'm the slayer, the confe shingle layer. I'm a pop this, I'm a lock mess. I'm a load my gun and rock this. Girl roofers got the game. Girl roofers got this gain. Working through all that fucking pain. Ain't <laughs> 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 worried about no fame. I'ma pick it up, I'ma toss it down. Um yeah, okay, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that my was, little ditty that was fantastic oh my Jesse. goodness Honestly, okay. that was amazing thank you you caught me off thank guard i wasn't expecting much. that <laughs> oh man thanks so much for coming on the show thank you very much for having me I absolute pleasure to have you here. on the show i'm so excited about it's it it's a pleasure to meet you come a little closer to the mic Say, okay. well, pull the mic closer to you just pull get comfortable we, we got okay. a lot to talk about i mean right. this is going to be really exciting so Thanks for making the trek. Thank you very much. Um, the road was great. Came from Niagara. Nice. And um, yeah, I appreciate the invitation to come up here and just shoot the shit about Sean. Word gets around. That's the thing about it is that you get one guest on the show and then they speak highly about somebody else. And I'm always curious about who that person is. And then I look into it and then we get talking as we did. And voila, you're on the show. Awesome. So somebody was speaking highly of me and not just Best talking damn roofer shit. was talking. Yes, Joshy. Yeah, lots right of on. great stuff about you right and a few on. others as well, too. So That's good, because mo most people, once they get to know me, they say I'm just a big asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Thank you. That's all Thank it you. is. It's all that, no, so we've got a lot to talk about. You're a roofer by trade, but we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about, too, as well. I'm looking okay. forward to that. So let me just share the deets right here. So Jesse, how do you so, uh, pronounce the middle name? Uh, or sorry, my full name is Jesse Balint Spock. That's it. Balint so Spock, I got two right? last names. And yes. then your trade is being badass. Hell's yeah! Damn, <laughs> fifteen years this year. I want you to tell the Minister of Labor that that's actually a category. It is. It is. It should be because like badass motherfucker is not an official job title, but that's what I do and what I am every day. Good. And proud of it too. Yes. Uh, so Spac roofing roofer, fifteen years. Mm -hmm. Long yeah. Time. I, I should get some kind of copper award this year, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh you didn't share you don't want me to share your your email right no uh you could go ahead sure. it's up to you yeah it's girl roofer okay girl roofer at gmail.com there you go so and then on instagram it's girl roofer but girl spelt the proper way which is g-u-r-l right yes so yes roofer. right and that's what so right now i just want to do a quick shout out to tim with uh rbc i'm wearing his tee today thanks so much bro and then i also want to do another shout out to mike campbell of integra bell uh so mike's doing some great work do you know mike no but i'll shout out to he's all out these the, yeah, guys he's out to, right he's out on berlin area and he's doing great work work him and his crew if you want to reach out to him he's on ig at uh integra bell and his number is 905-691-3830 his email is mike at ibbg.ca and his website is www.ibbg.ca and of course listen to his show or his story on on this show on show number 124 mike keep up the awesomeness man over to you now jesse 
Okay. Where do we want to begin? You're youngin. I mean, 15 years been in the business. You chose roofing to begin with, or you were you- Um, originally I tried being a bricklayer. So I got into uh, doing foundations. Really? And I did that for a few months. This is the from the beginning? When I was about 19. Wow. Um, I did greenhouse work before that. Um, but I grew up with my dad and always liked physical labor. Grew up in the garage and what climbing trade trees. Was he in or? He's an iron worker. Yeah. So my dad's hard working people. Yeah. My dad's an iron worker. My mom's a truck driver. And uh, I lay shingles every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, shit, what was the question again? Well, where did it all begin? <laughs> Why you started in bricking? And so you did that okay, for a few so, years? Yeah, I, I, um, I tried doing foundations and concrete work. Um, we jacked up houses, went down to the footings, mixed the mortar. This ain't easy work. Yeah, no, my lips and hands were so dry and my boots were like 10 pounds a piece. And I'm under the house and the sludge. I'm like, this is not for me. Like, I don't want to do this. So I, uh, I walked up to these guys. They were doing a cedar roof. This is where the story begins. And That's um, not an easy roof to start off with. Cedar, I love it. It's, it's like home for me. Really? Yes. Um, they are the most dirty tear-offs. But they smell fantastic. The cedar smells great. A little bit of mist, a little bit of rain on it. Yes. So I went up to, it was just a pair of guys on the roof. And I said, are you guys looking for labor? And I remember it was Marty Spears from Cedar Roof, Ontario, who says down to me, he goes, well, you trying to get your boyfriend a job? I says, no, I've been (laughs) unemployed for two fucking weeks and I'm bored as hell. He goes, okay, put your resume in the truck, right? And I was like nervous, but I did. And he called at lunch. He's like, if you want to try and you're not afraid of heights, come join us in the morning. So I did. There's a pile of harnesses, like all tangled up. He goes, grab one and put it on. I'm like 106 pounds. It took me 25 minutes to figure out how to like unloop this thing and put this it leg on. Goes here, this and then goes to here. tighten it up. And... Now, one of my favorite things with cedar is you use a pitchfork to tear off. So I'm up there after I get my harness on and get all hooked up. I'm ripping and uh, I'm bleeding and throwing piles. My boss is like, if you're comfortable, you can take off your, your harness. Like this was back in the day, right? Ministry wasn't so tight. And um, he's like, where did you come from? You're like, he had me stored in his phone as Wonder Woman. <laughs> And for a couple of years, they would send us up to, there was only a crew of three of us, me, my boss, Marty, and then one other guy. And we would go up to Muskoka, Bracebridge, Gravenhurst. We'd work on beautiful boathouses. All over. I've got to work on islands where we had to like go to the marina in the morning, load up a boat, drive to site. I get motion sickness. So get to site, throw up, unload, <laughs> and then start laying, laying cedar. And I remember one of my favorite moments of doing cedar was I'm at the top of this two-story boathouse, which is more beautiful than any house that, like, I've ever been in or worked on. Well, maybe not now worked on, but, and I just kicked my boots off and I jumped into the drink and I was like, roofer for life. Like, I'm going to do this forever. And, uh, yeah, so I started out with cedar and then I switched to shingles and did residential roofing. 
Um, How was that world different? It was, it's a different breed. To go from working with Cedar and a two-man crew and working secluded in areas that don't have a lot of people, um, I jumped on a a 15-man crew. We regularly did three jobs a day. Um, At 6 o'clock, you would get 15 animals on your roof. And by like 7, you would only have probably four guys left. And it was like an assembly line. So like... The whole crew would be on the first site, then half the crew would switch, go to the next site, and it was like... A machine. Yeah, it was incredible. But the boss always said, we, we traveled around in cube van. <laughs> There's like 15 animals in the back of a cube van. He goes, the girl's not allowed to ride in the back. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to ride with the guys. I had to ride in a separate vehicle because he knew what the animals were like, right? Roofers are a different species. We're our own kind of breed. Um, but over the last few years, I've uh, learned how to handle myself and the feather uh, fellow monkeys in the zoo. <laughs> some monkeys, some monkeys, some bad monkeys, some good monkeys. Yes. Uh, but there's also a lot of love in the construction industry for females in the industry, right? So a lot Lots of support, of, huge yes, support, right? Yes. It's definitely changed over the last 15 years. I love that it has. When I first tried getting a job in roofing, I literally opened the phone book. We had phone books. And um, I called 30 companies. And I literally had a handful of companies say straight up, we won't hire women. I'm like, that's like sexist. They actually said that to you on the phone? Yes, straight up. Was it a man or a woman that you were speaking to? It was a woman. And I was blown away. And I was like, well, that's not fair. She goes, no, the boss will not hire a woman. And these men cannot have a lady on site. They wouldn't give me a chance. But that's when I started with Cedar. Was it because of the stereotype? I'm not sure. Or if just because, like, roofers are a different species. Mm. There is a lot of vulgarity on site. It is long hours. The bundles are 80 pounds, maybe. So you need to be very strong. And um, a lot of people uh, typically don't think that, like, women could handle it. But they're assuming. Right. And when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Exactly. 15 years later, I made it into the newspaper last year for being a woman in the trades uh, world. And... uh, I was really hoping that that woman was reading my front page article she that probably, day. probably, <laughs> you know what, dealing with karma these days, she probably was. Well, and being in the industry for 15 years, growing up in Niagara, um, I've like earned myself a decent reputation yeah. in the roofing industry. So everybody kind of knows Girl Roofer around here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've worked for their competitor company for many years. <laughs> give, give me one second. So you're, you're cranked, right? That's why. That's what I'm hearing. So, Jesse, can you just point the mic closer to you? Okay, yeah. A little bit closer to you, if possible? Is that better? That's better, yeah. Okay. So how's that? And if you could just talk a little bit. Talk a little more and, and move less. <laughs> no, no, you, like take it with you to totally get comfortable. It's okay. just you were getting a little further and further away, and then she's cranking your volume up. Okay. And then um, I don't I don't want, I want our levels to be almost similar. That's all. No okay, perfect. It sounds better now. Is that, okay, that's cool. better for my that's voice, cool. your voice? Okay. So, um, I, the reason I was asking about the stereotype, because I can only assume that, I guess, the, the male owner of the business 
doesn't want to deal with thinking that a woman can't carry herself physically to handle the workload, which is bullshit. Yeah. And then second thing is he's concerned about what one of the monkeys might try. Try or say. That's a regular thing that I deal with on the job site. Like um, the vulgarity. And uh, but like, you hold your own. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, I'm just as filthy as all the other. <laughs> okay, not just on the outside They're after working all notes day. From you, yeah, like not just physically dirty on the outside. My mind is in the gutter twenty four seven. So <laughs> you learn after the years to uh, let it just roll off your shoulders, or you roll with the punches. So like I've told people have told me that I'm the dirtiest one of the fucking crew. Like Jess, watch your mouth. Like, you can't say that stuff, you know? But, uh, yeah, like, I've had bosses be around and, like, coworkers go to say something. You know, oh, I need a hammer, and out comes the zipper, right? <laughs> and boss is like, you can't say that. Like, <laughs> you can't, you can't. So, but then on the other hand, it's like, yeah, I, I roll with it, and I'm just as filthy as all the rest of them. Right? How did it feel when you saw that newspaper article? I was so proud. Yeah. Honestly, I was proud. My son was proud. My dad was proud. I've been roofing for 15 years. I've done uh, cedar roofing. I've done residential shingle roofing. We didn't touch base, but I've even done commercial flat roofing. You got into that world. Four years, yeah. yeah. I did the um, the old casino in Niagara Falls. So over these years, I've worked for many different companies. And yeah, I've developed a, a good roofing reputation. So to see myself in the paper for good news, something that I enjoy doing, it's yeah. not a job, it's my passion. You love it. And um, it definitely put a little uh, jump in my step for the season. Yeah. It opened up a lot of doors for me too. Like, not that I can't climb through the window on my ladder, <laughs> but <laughs> it opened up a lot of new doors and um Yes, I get recognized when I'm on the roof, okay? I stand out. My hair is big. I am small. If you don't fucking see me, you hear me. Yeah. Because I'm a loudmouth. <laughs> There's no, like, gray area or, like, middle tone. It's either um, fooling around or fucking shit up. <laughs> it's clear communication. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah, so um, I get noticed on site, but never the... Uh, the wide variety of like fame I feel like now getting to work with you know big time yeah. and um, getting uh, put on the social media so like not only with the newspaper that newspaper article came out on a Friday morning so like everybody in Niagara gets the flyers on Friday so they got to see my ugly mug on the front porch of all of Niagara. And because I've grown up here and I've worked here my so whole career, it was it was definitely a very proud moment in my career. Yeah. I was actually looking at the article this week, getting a That's little bit a little bit of a glow on about it. And then how is that shifting to I guess the social media because it just explodes even further there? It's crazy. The social media, like people can become like social famous and whatever and videos get shared. Okay, so I've been doing my job for a very long time, but never would I stop a man beside me working to be like, hey, can you take a picture of me? Or will you will you videotape me moving these bundles? But this last year, I got to work with a group of girls and they all have tripods and they set their phones up and they do videos and mash them up. 
and share them and post them. So I got a little more into the social this last year. And yeah, things blow up. My friend Emma just uh, Emma called me today and she says, one of your videos just hit two point something million. Crazy. I was like, are you kidding me? And then a video she had posted had like eight million views. What was the video of? Us roofing. That's just roofing. Yes. Carrying bundles, laying down shingles, ripping shingles. L- let me tell you, like, roofing is a hard job. Mm-hmm. Oh, we make it so much fun. Like, I enjoy my day. There's shenanigans from beginning to end. Like, it doesn't matter whether we're tearing it off, laying it down, having break. It's always a good time. So they catch all this stuff on camera and it ends up on social and next thing you know there's me riding a ripper across the roof or giving a bunch of fingers like (laughs) i'm the wonky twisted one right so were you always the only woman on the crew oh my god yes so all working through the years and and it was always a group of guys and you Mm -hmm. yes which they always tell me i'm like one of the guys yeah I smoke, spit, and swear like um, I got the mentality of a man too. Like I grew up with my dad, so um, and grew up in the garage, climbing trees, collecting worms. But um, are the roofing girls? They're similar to you, aren't they? So much. That's so what I figured. Um, this year, I had the opportunity to work with eleven other women um, through the social media. All in your area, or like all no, over? No, these girls. Some come from Saskatchewan. Some come from Ottawa, some come from Muskoka, and we all met in Belleville and worked on this heritage home. So in Belleville, there is a a farm called Plainsview Heritage Farm. Second newspaper article I was in was (laughs) um, the Belleville Intelligencer. They came and did an uh, article about women in the trades and working on her roof. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so on the way up, I had all this, uh, like high school anxiety about meeting a group of girls. Like I work with all men. I grew up with my dad, so I have more guy friends than girlfriends. And then I'm driving and I'm like, all these chicks are fucking roofers. They're all going to be badass, just like me. So I started to get really excited. And as I pulled in, one of the girls, Emma barefoot comes up, Hey man, you want a beer? I jump out of my truck barefoot. No, man, but I got a joint. Let's fuck get lit, <laughs> right? And her and I become friends, and we've done plenty of jobs together this year. She come down here. We did a bunch of new construction work, and um, I've met a wicked uh, network of women. So if I want to go to Ottawa, I can go uh, call V, who owns Guns and Hoses, and talk to her and go do jobs in Ottawa. If I want to go up north to God's country, I can call up Emma, be like, hey girl, can uh, she always tells me her boss wants me to go up there and work with her. And um, yeah. I got to be honest, Jesse. I'm jealous that you guys are having so much fun in that trade because I've had roofers on the show before. And I didn't see that level of funness. Roofing is the toughest. But I, that's what I mean. And I haven't seen that level in any of the other trades that I've spoken with or mm. I've seen. Mm. You guys are like literally rock stars on the roofing, right? I love my job. It's not a job. It's a passion. It's not. Why do you love it so much? 
I get to smoke, spit, swear all day fucking long. I get to rock a wicked tan and get paid for it. Um, And not only uh, tearing off a roof gives you a certain kind of like uh, release. Right. But it's hard work too. It is. It's hot. It's dirty. Hot. They're long hours. You deal with the weather, okay? If it's not 100 degrees and you're sweating your tits off, it's minus 20 and you're freezing. You got so many layers on, it's hard to move. You're like the kid with four snowsuits on. And so we fight the elements. Um, It's seasonal work. So we fight the hours. Come springtime, we fight the rain. Summertime, 16-hour days. I barely get to see my kid in the summer. Maybe three hours a day, if we're lucky. Hour and a half in the morning while we're getting ready and an hour and a half after I pick him up. It's dark when I get off the roof. Roofers don't just work nine to five. We're before sunrise till after sun sundown. <laughs> it's like the most badass trade out of all of them. Not to put down any other trades. No, Everybody no. works hard. But it's not just, okay, you need to be physically strong to carry bundles, to throw piles. You need to have good core muscle to hang on a rope and be on a pitch all day. You need to be uh, a different kind of uh, species to be able to cook yourself in the sun all day and still function. Um, and Work as a team. As a team. Yeah, you got to have stamina. It is a group effort. Yeah. You know, you could each take your own pie and work um, one man for himself when it comes to doing piecework. So this last year, um, you get paid by bundles and you do piecework. So that's more or less like one man for himself. But... Um, Things roll so much smoother when you work as a team. And you need to be able to trust your coworkers because our job is dangerous. Yes, it is. Very dangerous. And things happen beyond our control that are out of our, um, like, beyond our circumstances. One second could change everything. Yes. So, like, when I started, ropes, harnesses, safety wasn't so um, tight as it is now. But also after seeing things that I've seen, saw things that I've seen over the years, yeah, yeah, like I'm not uh, intimidated to put on my rope when I know I don't need it, but it's there for a reason. Do you guys get the flack from Ministry of Labor? A fair amount. I mean, I've always had the arguments about sometimes, especially with you guys with roofers, there's not always the ideal way to safely harness yourself or pick your point right Mm -hmm. you still got to get up and down there somehow but i hate the fact that they leave it up to you to figure it out instead of them trying to work together to figure it out there's sometimes applications on new construction or even just rentals Mm -hmm. you can't do what the ministry of labor is the roofers down at the table let us have our opinion give us let us um 100 sit us down at the table because as much as you can read a book or learn or watch unless you're up there climbing reaching doing you don't fully understand i agree so they should give you guys a lot of slack because you're not being foolish Mm -mm. and obviously nobody that's getting on that roof is thinking i hope one of us doesn't finish oh today no like that's not the thought process no everybody no. you guys want everybody safe everybody working working together as a collective and then everybody going home exactly right especially yeah. with recently we had the uh april 28th happen right which was a day of, uh, of remembering 
those who have lost, right? Knock on home. So it's really important. You, if anything, you guys are probably the most conscious out of the bunch. We need to be. Yeah, because there's so much risk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and it is beyond our control. So, like, sometimes, uh, for instance, uh, you know, you have your foot in the gutter or the eaves trough, and you're putting on sheets. And next thing you know, that trough is gone. The fascia board is gone. So you need to be safe. Yeah. I want to get into the roofing, but let me share a little bit of history on, uh, I'm sure you, you recognize some of these roofs. Some of the greatest roofs, and there's a list that I've got here. <clears throat> and unfortunately, you could probably enlighten me, there isn't one that's from Canada. Is there an amazing roof in Canada that you can think of? All of the roofs are amazing every day. Every, <laughs> I'm talking about every day. The roof I finish is amazing. No, those are amazing. But I'm just, I guess, more touristy or not touristy, or just like certain landmarks, right? Obviously, Sydney Opera House in Australia. That's Pete. a that's a roof. Uh, Olympic Park in Munich, uh, Grand Palace in Bangkok, uh, dome roofs in Greece, Saint uh, Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna, uh, red tile houses of Old Town in uh, Croatia. Uh, the Burgundy or Bohm in Burgundy, St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City, Taj Mahal. And Canada doesn't. Canada well, I'm asking have. you, like, what what roof in Canada? Like these are, you know, St. Ba Basil's uh, Cathedral in Russia, United States Capitol Dome, uh, the Chrysler Building. We have like a lot of beautiful churches. A lot of our churches have beautiful roof lines. But can, can you name one? Um. <laughs> I don't go to church. <laughs> no, no, that's not about, it's not about going to church. It's just I, I, uh, I find that we, we don't, I guess Canada doesn't really want to challenge itself about creating something interesting when it comes to a roof line. Well, right? I wish they would, I and I would too. love to be a part of that. For sure. Like, a lot of the... Um, Design it and get you guys to install it. I would love to be a part of some grand roof install. I would love that. Like, there are lots of beautiful homes in... Oakville and Niagara on the Lake that are absolutely stunning and very complicated roof lines, but nothing that's mentioned on that paper. No, I know. That's why right? I, was just, I was just bringing that up. But I mean, do you still have a love for cedar? Is that still your number one or do you have a love for a different type of roof? I love all roofing. Most Okay. So we were talking about like roofing being tough and dirty trade and you got to have the stamina. Cedar is filthy. It's dusty, it's dirty. You end up at the end of the day, you see your eyes and sometimes your teeth. Um, you blow your nose and you're just like. For days. What's yeah, going on cedar there? dust. Yeah, <laughs> cedar dust for days. Um, but uh, I like doing all different styles of roofing. So cedar feels like home for me because that's where I started. Uh, flat roofing is also a tricky install. I've yeah. done. Um, like a two-ply torch down where we use rolls of roofing. Yep. And then also we did a, like an inverted roof. So the old casino in Niagara Falls, I spent almost two years doing an inverted roof. What's an inverted roof? So it's, uh, it's like the two-ply. It's okay. still a two-ply torch down. But normally when you do like an install, you have your um, insulation, your fireboard, and then your two-ply. Yeah. With the casino roof, uh, which was an inverted roof, you do your base, your cap, then you put your insulation, you put like a fabrine and stone. The stone keeps all the insulation down and helps the drainage. Oh. But I spent two years doing uh, the old casino and that was quite... Why would they spec it that way instead of doing it uh, the other way? Uh, just certain um, 
qualifications, I guess, okay. that needed to right. be met, requirements from different builders. Different builders have different requirements on. Have you gotten into the metal roofing as well, too? So I've always wanted to do this. And for two years now, I've been saying and being asked about doing metal roofs. Uh, a company reached out to me. Um, and this year, I will be working with uh, doing a couple jobs with Solaris. And we're going to do some steel install also with uh josh big time there yeah. i got to learn a little bit about diamonds yeah. which is another type of steel install he loves that, yeah. yes you know what a lot of the steel jobs some of them you can either leave shingles on you can take the shingles off it's uh, a very quick install and it's it lasts a long time as something new just because I've been in the industry for 15 years, I don't know everything. No. I always want to learn something new, whether it's a different form of flat roofing or a different uh, brand of steel. Uh, I'm always up to, to learn and why don't you? I, just, I want to know. I want to know what you don't like. What do you hate? I don't get the sense that you hate any part of the roofing trade. I get the sense that you love every single thing, and I, I get the sense that. If it's like pissing rain, freezing rain, it's snow, your legs are tired, you're just fatigued, someone's giving you lip. Every day. You still look at it like, I fucking love this. I do. It's in my blood. I'm roofing scum for life. I think I was like, I was made for roofing. My uh, vocabulary, the physical stamina, I enjoy it because I get a release, I get an energy. Every day, I get to look up at the sunrise from a new location, a new job site. Every day I get to see a different sunrise, sunset. I work on a different site. So variety is the key to life. So getting to be at a different area, different challenge. Okay, some people, yeah, roofing sucks, man. You think after 15 years, my shoulder doesn't hurt. My knees don't have like calluses this thick from just like roofing. And like my body doesn't ache everywhere. Of course it does. But I wouldn't want to work in an office. I tried siding, soffit, fascia, and troughed every day. I wasn't even out of my bed, and I was like, boom, boom, kill me now. I don't want to go work doing this. This is lame. My boss was like, Jess, you're crazy. How do you not enjoy siding after fucking roofing for all these years? Give your body a break, girl. And Does your body need a break? I took a break this year because okay. of my body. Yes. I went so hard last year. I uh, <laughs> I ripped my rotator cuff in Ouch. two spots. And I tore the rotational collateral ligament in my elbow. So, like, the ligament that holds your muscles and tendons what and stuff to do from? that. From using the pneumatic? Um, many years of, like, using the gun. Okay. And I, I was leaned over in a wonky position. I cut the shingle real fast. And as I cut it and whipped it and did my thing, I Rotary also couple will affect anybody. It just depends on how you kind of lift it up your yes. arm at that moment. I pick up my pouch. Yeah. I hold my gun. And it just pinches and that's it. Yeah. You gotta let it heal. I had a couple tears, so I had to do... Um, physio and exercises and take time off work which killed me because i like my job the enthusiasm of getting to go do something productive and kick ass every day 
And everyone probably missed you too on the job site. Mm-hmm. The girl, like the girls, the guys, um, I get jobs come in and I'm like kind of just on the sidelines. Like I'm still up there, but not killing it, crushing it. Like I usually am trying to show everybody up just like going at like a 40% while it was healing. But this year I feel like my gun arms back, my money makers feeling good and I'm ready to get back up there awesome. and uh, lay some regs. Yeah. So why aren't more roofers like you? Because I am one in a million. You probably see it. Like you see these other roofers not really loving their job. Maybe they should switch careers. I, I, like I said, it's a release. It's an energy. I'm proud of what I do. I wouldn't fit in in a fucking office. No. Oh my God, I would be so fired. I think, I think you still, you would fit in Brick Lane, but I understand why you left. You would fit into concrete. I would see you fit in framing easily. Yeah, I could probably do. Easily. I could do anything I really wanted yeah. to and tried. Anything in the trades industry, um, construction, uh, in the construction industry. Um, but no, it's it's my passion. I um, I feel proud. It gives me a sense of. It makes me feel strong and powerful and brave, and some people. They'll look at the roof and they're like, oh my God, that's a 1512. And I'm busting out my two carabiners, my double ropes. I'm getting my my buddy. Um, okay, so a shingle buddy is a disgusting uh, piece of cushion that is from the inside of a couch. So if ever you see a couch on the side of the road with no cushions, bam, roofer's been roofers there. Were there. Yeah, that's a shingle buddy. And I don't care what the pitch is, like, you know, 15, 12, 16, 12, 10, 12. You got one of those cushions, you can rock that panel. Um, recently, they come out with these things called pitch hoppers. Uh, it's like it's, a cushion, okay. but it's more money. It's, it's the like, same thing, though. I call it a bougie buddy. <laughs> it's a bougie buddy. If you got, like, money to spend, you got hoppers. Just go back to stealing them from couches. On yeah, the yeah. The um, so... It doesn't matter the pitch or if it's a turret or if it's a little fly rafter and it's only two feet wide. I can cut my little cushion. I'll get up there. I'll hook up on there. Some of some of the people are like, oh, they look at that. And they're like, fuck. Yeah, that's their first thought. And I'm like, I call that panel. That one's mine. I'm going for it. Like, Fire up a dream off I go, right? <laughs> What's the feeling like when you finish, the crew finishes and you guys go back and it's on an, uh, a re-roof and the homeowners come out and they look at what you guys just did? What's that feeling like? Um, it's a, like a sense of joy. They're excited. I'm excited. Um, it's a beautiful, that's one of the other things. Okay, so at the beginning and at the end of the day, so one of the things that gives me my power and my joy for roofing is I get there and it looks like shit. This person's probably leaking. There's shingles all over the ground. There's chunks in the neighbor's yard. Sometimes they're even hard to walk on. They crumble under your feet. Yeah. Like this is shit, yeah. you know. But you start tearing it off, and then you prep it, and it's like the, the middle of the story. And then when you get to stand back after you blow off all the nails and you sweep it off and the troughs are clean, you get to stand back and look at what you've accomplished in a day. Like beginning, middle, and end. Now this homeowner is not getting wet. They're not getting mold in their attic. Their whole family and everything they own is safe and dry. And I get to step back, look at how much better the house looks too, because the roof gives the home a certain, like a curb appeal. 
whether you put on cedar or metal or shingles, it adds a beauty to the home. It's one of the layers, one of the details. Right. 100%. It's all in how you look at things in life sometimes too. Yeah, people could look at those. I worked on a 3012 this year. People could look at that and be like, oh my God, that's terrible. I would never want to do that. You know what? I like a challenge. Give me the steep pitches. Give me something that I am going to be afraid to do. Something that I can learn from. Something that will make me better. If I get up on that 14, 12 fly rafter that's two feet and I got to work beside a little dormer and it's raining and it's getting dark. You want to know what I get to say? I fucking jingled that. (laughs) I did that. See that tough spot, you know, over there and there? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a pleasure. It's pride. It's it, that's what gives me the energy. Is the challenge. Has the roofing industry gotten better? A lot better since you got started in it. It's changed. Yes. Okay. It's got it's gotten um, like. W- no, I guess <laughs> I, I mean on different levels. So there's actually the material itself. Mm-hmm. So the products that are offered. Oh yeah. Because I know that Josh and you know uh, Best Damn Roofer, he's got his opinion about asphalt. Uh, he's not a fan of it at all, right? And uh, but I mean, a lot of roofing—they make their money. They're betting, you know, all kinds from asphalt. The majority of the market is asphalt, right? Yes, that's yeah. the thing about it. And I know that asphalt—not all asphalt companies have improved. No, not all. If companies anything, have. some companies have actually regressed <laughs> and created shittier products. There are certain companies that I would rather install than others. When you work with these products for many years or even a season, because like you said, there are improvements to the materials every year. They'll add a weather strip or they'll add an extra tar line or they'll uh, thicken up their nailing, uh, their nailing line. Um, But But until you work with them, you don't know, you don't know. And the office guys who are it or uh, like the designers of these shingles, they're not installing them. I'd so love to go to their again, office to see if there's any staff photos of these people that are designing these products on the roof. No, there wouldn't be. And they're in the lab. They're right. In, they're and you can do all the testing in the world, but unless you're out there in the elements laying it down. Life is a test. Right? Yes. And they should get on the roof more often or speak to you guys. Bring in the shinglers. Yeah. Bring in the roofers. Let us let us talk to you about the different products and and what we work with and, and what why? your pro- Let me tell you what your fucking issues are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys do this shitty and you guys do that shitty and you I should improve here. Tell, tell me who came up with this. I need a name. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to be changed now. You could do all these shingle tests and pull the shingle this way and that way. But when it's 100 degrees and 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 you're laying the shingles, you pull them this way. This is how you pull them out of the wrapper. So this is where they rip. Yeah. Or like you say the nail line is this thick, but you can really only put your nail in that spot for it to be durable. And you on know? the flip side, you got the cold days. Oh, where the bundles are frozen. Brittle. Oh, yeah. And you got to handle them a different way. Exactly. Yeah. The elements. And where, where are those problems going to be? Mm-hmm. Winter is a whole different... Um, a different gear when it comes to roofing and rolling because everything everything changes when it comes to the seasons how do you keep yourself busy during those leaner months um i guess now with social media you can use some of that yes yes and because i've been in 
uh, I've met so many people around. I can find inside work if I want to. I could collect unemployment. I could uh, I could go and do flat like flat roofing. We still do in the winter. In the winter time, yeah. You know, you spend a day shoveling and melting the ice, and then the next day you lay down your rolls. So one thing about being a good hard worker and not just being a piece of shit degenerate, um, I could call up a handful of my old bosses and be like, hey, I'm slow for a month. Can I come play? And they're like, hell yeah, Jay, come on in. Like, man, we needed somebody like you. And then when it's time for me to go, they're like, well, okay, so we'll give you a couple bucks more. Like, just stay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice to feel. It's the vibe. Yes. Yeah. Everybody wants that vibe on site. Right. Because it I've, makes the site better. I've been told I bring a certain kind of energy. So yeah. um, one of the jobs we did this year, uh, Joshy showed up. And he's like, hey, girls, can I get a big time? So we're all like, yeah, big time. And then I'm like, fuck, man, it's pink time. Well, bitches, we're all up here rocking <laughs> pink t-shirts. Like, it's pink time. So, like, this year, everything was, front, like, everything out of my mouth was pink time. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I, I bring an energy everywhere I go. Everybody tells me that. It's not just, like, with roofing. I do, like, go to markets and different events and... I'm grateful that I have a job. My job has created a wonderful life for me and my son. So like I couldn't I couldn't be a homeowner on minimum wage. Like when I started roofing, I was making $12 an hour. Minimum wage was 10. Wow. So I was still making like 2 bucks more than minimum wage, but as I became more experienced, um the wages went up. I was shingling right away. I got a gun in my hand. And I couldn't, I couldn't, some of my friends have been to school for many years, owe thousands of dollars to school loans and are making less than, than I do. What kinds of jobs are they? Nurses, okay. uh, healthcare workers, some of them are in, um, uh, even like some of my friends who work waitresses and, and make tips and stuff. Roofing has provided me with uh, a fruitful career. Like, not only do I like my job, but I make good money doing what I do. It's hard work. And you love doing it. Yeah. So it's like a double double win, 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 win here. I get to go to work, do what I love to do, and I make really good money because I'm fucking great at what I do. I'm not just like the regular roofer who goes to work and does their job. If I can carry a bundle this week, well, next week I'm t pushing for two bundles. You know, if my pile of garbage is this big today and this big tomorrow, well, the next day I'm going to make it three times that size. I had 100. This guy was like 200 pounds. Big guy, new, green. I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to throw a pile of garbage here because he's picking up like a couple shingles. And like, I'm like, no, no, no. I grab one shingle. I put it on my foot. I said, this is your fucking plate. I said, we take all these shingles and we put them all on our plate. Bundles for days. I said, we're going to take this and we're going to launch it up. And from here, we're going to push it up, right? And the guys were all like, okay, man. I said, here, take this pile. And I give him the pile. And he goes like this. It's like, now the guys are laughing. Like, you got to be able to throw that. If the 106-pound girl can toss that pile, like, you need to be able to give her too. 
going on? Yeah, yeah. Was he able to or no? His piles were close. He tried. And that's all that matters. It's like, mm. I've had guys like <laughs> ask me in the morning, like, what do you do? Like, you get coffee? And you drive the truck and you get coffee? And I was like, obviously, you're green in the roofing industry. <laughs> no, I don't get fucking coffee. And for that remark, you're going to be my partner today. So try to keep up. And whatever his name was, John, um, all day I'm yelling, bundles, coils, everything. Like, he's running. He's dying. He's, like, on the side of the roof, dry heaving. And uh, I keep calling him, Mitch, Mitch, give me this. Mitch, give me that. And at the end of the day, he's like, my name's John. I'm like, yeah, man, I know. He goes, why do you keep calling me Mitch? I said, you're my man bitch all day. You got my <laughs> shit, right? He said, you made that little fucking remark this morning about me getting coffee? Yeah, no. You're my man bitch all day. And everybody, when I called Mitch, all the guys laugh because they know my sense of humor and they know when, when I'm playing too, right? Did so. you ask him to get you a coffee at the end of the day? I asked him to make my sandwich at lunch. I was like, what do you got in there? You got something for mama to eat too? Like, pass it over. I worked hard. <laughs> I want to ask you, Jesse, um, what tools are you running? I like my Hitachi. My Hitachi is my, my daily banger. Um, Cordless or pneumatic? It's an air. It's an air gun. Okay, no, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. All right. No, I'm just um, trying. To, I'm trying to gauge. Dewalt has an airless, like yeah, a battery operated nailer, but I'm not going to use that for 16 hours a day. It's heavy as hell. And, yeah, and you'll be in physiotherapy for a while. Forever. After, so yeah. No. Worth it. I'm sorry. That's great if you're going up like four stories to replace a couple shingles on like a 16, 12, and you don't want to bring your gun and hose. It's good for those, but to to roll with every day, all day, no. Hitachi for life. <laughs> Metabo, Metabo took over, and they uh, that is my my backup baby. So I got my my ride or die gun, and then my backup. So between the is Hitachi. it as good? Because I know I'm always nervous about companies taking over established companies. And then it's one it's decent. It's decent. It's okay. decent. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah, runs smooth. You know, they they you can repair them. They're you could fix them if you want or just get new ones. Some of the girls, like, uh, I know that some of the girls like the Bosch guns. Roofing? Yeah. Why? I don't know. There's no reason to like it. Fifteen years I've been using Hitachi and now Metabo. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. I would say no. Hitachi, Metabo, and then maybe Dewalt for the reason that you just stated. That's kind of for, yeah. Makes sense. All my all my like hand tools are are Dewalt. So like my impact you're hammer or no? You're okay. And all the tools. Yeah, like all my my um, power tools. <laughs> I'm Dewalt Diva. So like my radio, my impact, my uh, drills. Uh, saws, that kind of stuff is all DeWalt. Um, everything's got the same batteries, interchanges. It's great. Yeah. Um, I used my gas-powered blower still. Still? Blowing it every day. And, uh, yeah, those are... Uh, what are you using for a hammer? <laughs> an East Wing. She's There's a, nothing wrong with East Wing. She's, okay, so I've had this fucking hatchet for, like, 12 years. Maybe 15. I broke the tip off it this year. My buddy Mongo was like, Jess, I swear to God, I've never watched anybody rip a tip off a fucking hatchet like you just did. What did you hit or what? How, 
I was just pulling off um, strapping, strapping that was on a house. It was concrete lagged into there. I should have been using a pry bar, but I'm just like, just being animal like. And big, big chip came out, or is this the whole tip fell off? And that was like two years ago. I'm still using it. I call her toothless, and she's still my daily (laughs) fucking. I still swing that bitch every day. Yeah, toothless. And, um, I've tried like using other, I would love to have a stiletto in my collection. Um, they look nice, light, shock resistant. And stupid expensive. For me to spend that, even like an, an East Wing is like $70, $80. So to spend a buck 50 on a hatchet, unless you're going to give it to me, I'll fucking use it. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I don't need it. My toothless half, half a hatchet bangs on as many bundles as I need to. Gets the job done. Yes, it does. That's it. It would be nice to have a different hammer. Sure. Maybe they're listening. Yeah, yeah. Hook a girl up. <laughs> oh, what I, I got? Like, what do I want to ask you now? What, what? Okay. How much longer are you going to be doing roofing? Forever. You're I'm not going to stop. No, I, I don't know anything else. I one day I'll oh, hang on a sec. First of all, I shouldn't you say know that. a shit. I am load. a fucking genius. I yes. know tons. I you don't know tons. a shitload, okay? But um like I said, I enjoy this. So even when I feel like my body won't be able to handle being on the tools every day, I still feel like I want to be on site supervising, maybe just like teaching. So one of my friends said to me this year with my arm the way it was. Why don't you boss up? Why don't you share your knowledge and teach other girls or other people how to fucking roof, how to be badass like you? Because you have the knowledge and the experience um, and you are, people tell me I'm a people person. I'm a fucking asshole. Like, I don't even like others, but... I get told all the time I'm like, but I'm good at socializing and stuff. So uh, they said, like, why don't you share your knowledge? Um, normally, when I'm on site, you're there to make money. So the point is to get it done as fast as possible. I will share some knowledge. I will try to teach you, but I will then tell you to give me my fucking gun and get out of my way because we need to get this done. Move or I'll shoot you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Get out you of my de- way or you're you getting decide. laid under the roof. Yeah, you decide. Um, but it's actually a really good point. You should be, and I think everybody that's in construction eventually gets to that point where they're sharing their knowledge. Yes. Right? Are you getting approached by a lot of girls that want to get into the I've industry? been told I'm an inspiration. Awesome. So Amazing. that is very empowering. Are the boys reaching out? Uh, yes. Guys are always reaching out. <laughs> no, I mean to learn because I'm sure that they, like, they're learning shit from you. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. I love to share my knowledge. And, and any any gentle man in the industry mm-hmm. is going to be respectful of anybody that's sharing valuable knowledge to yes. better the trade and better the industry. Yes. So those gentle men that are tradesmen, mm-hmm. they would be reaching out to you if they're smart. I've had some... Uh, reach out and offer to uh because i've never done steel right hey we're gonna be in your area would you like to come and learn we'll pay you to train you and and then you can uh help sell this type of product and get discounts and stuff like that um so i've i've learned 
and through social realized that it it is easier (laughs) it's a lot easier for people to reach out and offer um help or knowledge or ask like i've had lots of people say oh like this is so cool uh, can 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 you teach me? Can we come and learn? I've had people from like the other sides of the world be like, "Hey, will you sign papers? I'll carry your bundles." <laughs> but um, working with all different people and different trades, and you got the new school people, the old school guys. There's so much to learn. I never used uh, chicken boards before last year. So when you're on a steep pitch, you just take like a piece of wood, a two by four. And you nail it in and you use that as like a shelf yeah. for your bundles. Yeah. I never did that before. So this year working with the girls, one of the girls showed me how to use chicken boards. She didn't do a lot of like hanging from her rope. So I got her comfortable with um, using two carabiners and having double rope grabs and hanging banging. Yeah. So I love to learn and I love to share knowledge. So if it come down to... Like, say my arm didn't cooperate or I got too weathered to be on the tools every single day. I would love to. I would love to. You'd be the best teacher. I feel like um, because I've been in, like, um, out in the trades and on the roofs, like, I have the experience. But when it comes to techie stuff, computers, and books, that's where the challenge would be for me. That I feel like maybe is where I'm kind of like, I need to just go for it. it. Boss up. Try to get off the tools. Try and sell them more jobs. Reach out to people. Do more fun, cool things like this and conventions and shows and get my name out there. But at the end of the day, too, like, I still want to install. Is it overwhelming right now? Because I can only assume that the social and the engaging it's getting bigger than the actual job and doing the work it could be are you nervous about one taking over the other and then you're like but i love getting i need to get back on a roof i want to get back on a roof that would be a a fear yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but um at the end of the day i feel like that is also probably why i'm not bossing up because i still enjoy what i do every day and I know that if I change gears and put all my energy into just being the boss and going to get the jobs and sell the jobs and talk to the people, I'll never be in my steel toes. I'll just be a PR person, be like an office site, site supervising. I'm not trying to dismiss them and say that they're no, useless No, no, no. We wouldn't have the job. Exactly. We wouldn't have the roofs if it wasn't for them. It's just that's not where your passion is. Although, like, everybody does tell me, though, because I am a people person. I'm a social butterfly. It doesn't matter where I go. I could shoot the shit for hours, whether it's about anything. It's just blah, blah, blah. Um, I do like getting out. So I think it's just... Because I've been doing this for 15 years, I'm set in my ways. But yeah, there is going to be a time and a a date where gears will change. And hopefully maybe because of the social media and the networking of different people that I've met along this journey, maybe opportunities and doors will just open like this one did, right? Start training a bunch of new roofers in your ways mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. be amazing i was already putting some thought into it as long as i have like 
one or two seasoned shinglers on my crew, I could take uh, three newbies and and spend all day just teaching them and still have confidence knowing that my two good shinglers are going to get the roof done while I'm fucking around teaching all day. Are there enough people coming into roofing these days? No. No, right? Definitely not. Nobody wants to work hard like this anymore. Everybody's too soft these days, for one. And it's long hours. It's dirty. It's physical. Like, it's it's one of the tougher trades. And people don't want to work like that anymore. In, I feel like back in the day, in my dad's generations, like... There were the, there's still the iron workers, there's the framers, there's all the millwrights and the welders, and we all work hard and have dirty jobs. But I feel like the generation of the kids these days just want to, um, new wave, look, look how we're getting famous followers and, and social and everything's online with the computer. So I, I'm, I'm concerned that everyone just looks at that and they have a misrepresentation of what the real world is all about. And then when they do get onto a roof and start working, they're like, shit, this is fucking hard. Like this girl makes it look easy and fun and this is shit and it's hard and it's Why dirty. does she make it look easy and fun? She fucking starts <laughs> off with loving it. Maybe you're not loving it. Maybe Try learn. different trades. Yeah, yes, that's the thing about it. Try different trades. Roofing isn't my only passion. I love to garden. I love to create things. So I make... Um, little window charms and stuff when I'm not working, right? Winters, I slow down, get put on unemployment sometimes, and um, I make little crafts out of driftwood and beach glass and little dream catchers and stuff. So there's other things. Everybody's got to find a joy in life. you got to do what makes you feel yellow. What are you selling? You selling them on Etsy or anything like that, or were you selling them just through the I just yeah yeah i give them away for presents and i'm i'm going to i have a goal to go to a markets i wouldn't mind going to some like craft shows maybe and uh setting up a little booth and doing something like that so if someone wants to get a hold of you regarding the crafts they'll just get a hold of you through the roofing instagram or yeah i do have crystal beach crafts on my um girl roofer instagram yes and um i might now that it's been mentioned and and it's now like you gotta follow through yeah now that like the the seed has been planted here maybe i should uh do Pun some intended. like marketplace yeah. or um kijiji or etsy exactly growing all know. different ways shapes and form you never know what might happen as a result of it right uh just, have you roofed every type of material have you basically tackled because i guess my question is have you tackled slate and clay no slate no clay and no edpm so i haven't worked with any rubber like a rubber membrane uh like a like a one piece rubber you heat the seams and glue it i haven't worked with that what are those applied like what who's using those i don't know okay i i don't know but i do uh like i've seen jobs like that before um copper have you tackled copper no, I haven't. When we did Cedar Roof, they had a copper shop. Um, and when it came down to like little eyebrows or turrets or small returns, uh, they would do them in copper. They fabricated and then gave it to you guys. And you yes, yes. Yeah. No, but I've only been on one diamond job. 
Um, this spring, I'm going to get to do a couple steel roofs with Solaris. And what do they do? They they don't do a shingle. They do a, a panel. It's a shingle. It's a type. shingle too. Yes, yes. It, it's the size of a shingle. Okay. And um, it's like a click lock type. Uh, snapping or something. yes yeah. yes there we go sorry what, brain no, what's, fart. What, what's it called it's uh a hook or what's uh there's, there's see a- this is part of this season's uh this season's progress or project for me is to go and learn i'm gonna go yeah, yeah i'm gonna go up north i'm gonna go to a couple other job sites learn about the product learn about the install uh get to do some installs and from there, have like a little starter package of all the knowledge and information to then on grow to try and uh, sell and do more steel too. If you were building your dream home, what kind of roof would you throw on there? Um, I would probably go with the diamonds. Really? I, d- I do like the look of them. The deck gets... It looks historical. It looks yes. It looks old school. Fancy, vintage. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, like Victorian yes. style. Yeah. It does look like that. Um, I'm hoping to do my roof this year. Actually, a couple of the girls are going to come down uh, this summer. We're going to have a roof at frat house party play date and roof (laughs) i'm gonna bring down a handful of the girls and we're gonna rip apart my house and uh lay it down have a big bonfire and barbecue and uh do some like fun races i figure we could set up some ladders and do like bundle races and some fun fun bullshit shenanigans for us to just enjoy Yeah. yeah Who are the roofer girls? Like I know that I I I met you through Josh. Joshy, okay. Now I'm talking to roofing uh, roofer girl. Roofer girl Samantha. Yeah, Samantha, and then who else is in part of that? Okay, Emma Dupuy. Okay. she's one of the sisters. She's up from Muskoka. Uh, there's V. She owns Guns and Hoses, and she's from Ottawa. Okay. Sarah also is uh, in Muskoka. The redhead roofer. S- and they're all on my Instagram. That's another thing about the gram is I've met a lot of so many people, other women roofers in the trade, um, like-minded people, mm-hmm, right? That enjoy the job. Posts are different sites, the tough ones, the easy ones, the good days, the bad days, all the different scum that comes along with the job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it, man. Wicked. Thank you. So what else? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was thinking about like last night. I was like, should I go in with like cue cards about stuff I want to talk about? Like over what? The, I don't know. There's no cue cards. No, it's it's just, just go with the flow. You just kind of go with what's going on. I love that you love that industry, that you love one of the hardest trades out there. I love that mm-hmm. because you don't hear that all that often. You hear passion. You hear that these trades people have a lot of passion for this specific trade, but you don't. You don't see it or feel the love that you're contributing to. I'm one of a kind, one in a million. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I you got- need to bottle it and then, tra- <laughs> and then sell it and then take a course. And by the way, like, you got to buy a book or something like that. These yeah. are the, these this are is the book of Jay. The roofing the- goddess exactly. will tell you how to live and love the life of roofing. <laughs> exactly. Find it at your bookstore in 1995. Okay. Yeah. That's what you yeah. Need it 88 for. babies. <laughs> 
and then you'll just be like slinging this. buns since the 88 baby yeah i i have my buns for breakfast lunch and dinner and uh i i wouldn't want it any other way i wouldn't want it any other way what's the corporate world make of you I don't know. They probably think I'm a piece of shit. What? Well, no, there's no way. Oh my gosh. No way. So I. <laughs> Spar has this annual shingle competition where you get to go and compete to see if you're the fastest shingler and or the fastest ripper and can i just say who gives a fuck about who's being the fastest? right like i know what the fuck i laid down in a day if you're not paying me i'm not gonna go and like sometimes i go work for free don't get me wrong if my friends are up there playing i'll go in lay buns few buns here help out why don't they have a competition where it's like who can have the most fun <laughs> i would win i would win the <laughs> copper hammer for that one like daily that's what i mean the daily award goes to jay yeah. for fucking shit up with a smile exactly. <laughs> yeah i'm just there to uh, get high and break shit you know it doesn't it doesn't matter like the pitch or the layers people like oh four layers like yeah okay why 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 wham 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 but you know what it's money it's a job and you want to go sit in an office and wear a tie and if that's what you like to do go do that i like to do this i'm gonna get dirty and get the fuck out of my way or i'm gonna rip you off the roof and toss you down in the bin i arm wrestled boys this year oh my gosh that was so funny one of them got it on camera put it online put in some rocky music I'm like oh my god fun and games the shenanigans how many lost i, I i'm oh for two i won both arm wrestles yes yes good for you yes sorry i interrupted you about the spar thing oh yeah i got in trouble i got kicked out of spar and everybody <laughs> got mad at me i think the family of sisters actually disowned me for that one because i what was what happened I was like, we were there and like, so were the Summit Sisters is sponsored by Prime Grip. So we had on our t-shirts and you're supposed to be like respectful and I'm a fucking degenerate piece of shit roofer and I'm proud of that. Okay. But I will try to be like regular or normal while I'm here with my t-shirt. And I made a great impression. I went around and met all the different suppliers, whether it was like... Uh, the guys from Velux and like their um, skylights, the yeah. Duraflows and the vents and the Ico and the this and that and all the people. I mean, all the people shook all the and hands. They all know who they know you. Yeah. Know of you. Know of me and my crazy hair. And they know of like Josh and the Summit Sisters and like me in the roofing industry. So I made like a good impression on everybody. And then the competition started and I was not there to like, compete i know what i do in a day i'm just there to have fun fool around and fuck around and uh one of the other people that were there was like very serious about the competition so when i was fooling around and i like before the competition started she was like getting all her shingles ready and me i'm just like jumping from bundle to bundle rallying up the crowd getting everybody excited you know, pink time starts at five, like the gun show begins now, just being an idiot and having fun. I kicked over her shingles. This is before the, before the bell rang. So like, well, well, during competition, 
I went over to like one of the girls and like tugged on her hose. I went to the other girl's board. I put on a face nail. I went to go try and distract Sammy from what she was doing. And while I did that, I picked off the girl's starter. Right. Well, the owner seeing me says, oh, no, no, no. Shame, shame. Go back to your side of the classroom. So off I go. Troublemaker back to the fucking corner. And, uh. A minute later, I'm out fooling around again, right? Being a cheerleader, I was collecting bundle wrappers and uh, being a cheerleader. She plowed me over like a linebacker. Boom. I went over the bundles. She tackled you? Oh, yeah. Like, good. And you know what? Okay, so, like, part of me as a roofer, like, respects her because, like, she held her. I fucked with her board during a competition. She was there to win a trophy, and I was there for fun and games. So she plowed me over. And part of me respects her for that. But the animal in me, I got up there. There was a ripper there. I was getting up swinging like Happy Gilmore going. To, and Buddy like grabbed me midair as I was like diving off the bundles. And everybody got so mad at me. Like so mad. I got like bad girls. They kicked me out of the spa. I literally had to leave the facility. They walked you out of there? <laughs> I was like, well, can I at least get lunch before you make me leave? Like, I paid for my ticket. At least let me get the food. I'll go. <laughs> what was that? That was last year. Yes, yes. So you're not invited back for this year? I don't think I'm allowed back on Spar property. Wow. <laughs> who won? You know who won? I don't know. Was I, it her? No, she definitely didn't. But they might have given her, like, a do-over because she maybe cried a little bit or something. I don't know. But to each their own. I had a great day. Nobody got hurt. And it was all fun and games. But I got into a lot of trouble. And and I don't know. I, it got frowned upon. I got put on the shit list. I got put on the shit list. I think a lot of these corporate companies and actually josh said it, it didn't look great well, no but he said it right he was just like he connects with roofers and you connect with roofers mm -hmm. and if you want to connect with the trade mm -hmm. you need to connect with people like you yes because you're speaking their language whether it's non-verbal you're speaking their mm -hmm. language mm -hmm. so that those antics and those shenanigans and everything like that uh, that's that's the family part of the business Mm -hmm. that's the brother and sisterhood part of the yeah, business yeah and if you corporate people don't see that then you guys are the ones that are blind to this shit right you need to be respectful of the tradespeople and how they've got each other's backs yes it's a family at the end of the day we spend more time on site than we do at home that's a fact and um when you spend you know 60 plus hours with people you do you become family you stand up for each other you help each other you get through things and unless you're out there doing that every day you don't don't really understand and they for the most part i have yet to meet a corporate person or a salesperson that's one of us mm -hmm. they're not they don't they may have come from maybe a little bit i mean even monty mcgall like our minister of labor mm -hmm. he 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 worked at a home hardware that's his claim to fame for construction really doesn't say much in my eyes is what i'm saying it doesn't say much but then again i haven't yet to meet a tradesperson who actually wants to become a politician mm -mm. because you might as well just not sell your soul you might as well chop it up into a million pieces just burn it just burn it <laughs> because if that's what you want to do then mm -mm. you have no soul anymore mm -mm. right and i think no. to be a tradesperson you need the best soul 
yeah, like that you like in if uh, like in all aspects of life, you got to have like a, a, the balance to like yeah i'm a i'm a roofer through and through born authentic born and bred i got the roof and scum running through these veins but i can clean up my language and try to be professional for a small amount of time like the guys laugh the only time you're ladylike is if you're eating or you got a smoke in your mouth like (laughs) but um to be able to do like both sides of of the job so not just like the install but i still can mingle with the office guys and talk shop about you know the products or the ministry um but yeah it's a it's a different total different side of the industry being on it's coming jesse i'm telling you right now they, they are going to reach out they are going to talk to you they are going to have a conversation they may hint at you toning down yes yes i am see that's me i have two gears it's like have fun or fuck get shit done <laughs> and um there's a time and a place my dad always used to tell me there's a time and a place to fool around and like know your limits play within it and i'm like fuck the rules i'm they're made to be broken and like oh what i can't say that well watch me uh, if i can't say it i'm gonna do it <laughs> you don't want me to say you said don't say that you didn't say don't do that you don't tell people not to do but no like shit happens and you just roll with it but on the other hand i did try to like you know you try to make amends where you can and um yeah i think (laughs) so i'm getting older but i'm not growing up maybe that'll be that'll be this year's thing where like i can grow up and tone it down a little bit because yeah i am very loud and very vibrant but you know what like like tequila i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dilute myself to make it easier for you to drink me i am who i am and i'm proud of this you know what i'm not (laughs) i am who i am but yeah when it comes to toning things down who dilutes tequila i don't yeah i don't know maybe i've never heard of anybody diluting tequila yeah (laughs) bad bad it's not a matter of growing up maybe everybody else needs to like grow down no, but there is there's like a time and the place to not be such an animal. And because like I'm always on the roof, always on the tools, always being an animal, it's hard to like rein it in and be appropriate sometimes. Is there one little thing that you don't like about roofing? Um, the some of the people. <laughs> the tradespeople? Uh, the like, clients. Um, well, there's Karens in all aspects of the of the the trade, whether it's the homeowner or the neighbor. You know, like one thing falls in the neighbor's yard and they're choked about it. Bark, 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 bark. Or like the new guy, every time you look at him, his hands are in his pockets. You know, like just trying to like hide in the shade or something. But no, I can't like I can't think of something I don't enjoy about my daily job like what i do on a regular basis at work good for you i like it i like all i like i like tearing off the roof because that's where i get okay i don't really like cleanup i don't really like to sweep okay yeah no 
I don't. At the end of the day, when I'm done laying on the roof, I want to get in my truck and, like, pretend to do paperwork or roll a joint. <laughs> like, and no, I don't want to clean at the end of the day. So I guess maybe that is my least favorite thing about work. But no, I love to tear off the roof. It gives me a sense of power. I get to rip it off, throw it in the bin, act like an animal. I love laying down the shingles because it's like an art. It's a rhythm. I get music in my head and I just go. Um, Whether it's shingling the panel, whether it's doing the hips, all aspects of the job make it look beautiful. So, What's the worst roof you've ever come across? The worst roof yeah. I've ever come across. How many layers did you find, or oh, like I mean, how bad was it? I'd done a five layer with a cedar, and there was five like layers. there was like this much. I've I've had uh, layers on layers of roofs, so you get to this like little flat in the back, and you're like, oh yeah, they put like flat roof material on it, so you start to take it off, and then there's a layer of plywood. Well, under that plywood is a couple two by fours, and they're wedged up this way on top of another roof. That's got two layers on it. So I've seen some crazy things they on the roof. They just didn't want to take off the old and just start. No, they just new. like put on some f- new trusses and like, wow. here, we're going to build these trusses and just lay another roof on top of this and hope for the best. I found like tin cans on the roofs. I like cut and flattened out for like patching holes and stuff. Yeah. Why is it that some homeowners park a tarp on the roof and strap it down? With furring strips. They don't want to shingle it yet. I know, but that's not a solution. That's not even a Band-Aid. No, no. Water's going to get in. It will. It will. I And to me, like, the if I was going to assume or guess, it would be the money. Material is pricey. It's expensive nowadays, but... Three times a year our material goes uh, out. Usually. What's a roof do? It protects the entire house. Everything. And your family... And your family, not just the house and all your equity, but your family, everything you've worked for, everything you go to work every day. You got to wonder how tight their sphincter is when there's actually a storm going on and they've got a tarp up there with furring strips on it. Oh, my God. How they're just panicking with each kind of Let's hope gust of wind. Yeah, that it doesn't end up in the neighbor's yard. Lightning and thunder, all kinds of crap going on. The roof is the most important thing. And um, maybe that's... Like, when I look at a home, it doesn't matter which. I'm always looking at the roof. I don't look at the rest of the house, really. I'm always looking at the roof. Driving to a neighborhood, I can hear bang, bang, bang. I'm like, that's the noise of my people. Where's the job site looking around? Yeah, yeah, that's the noise of my people. you know exactly. It's got the best acoustical sound in a neighborhood. I love it. It's great. I live in town, and they're building new cons uh, in my backyard so i get to hear, hear it all the time. yeah it's great if i'm not at work i get to hear it at home too <laughs> puts a smile on your face it does it does and like some uh, when it comes to like seeing other roofers around too now with being like at on the social and stuff people are like honking and waving yeah i used to just give everybody the finger when they honked <laughs> at me but now i get like a v sign <laughs> does your son want to get into roofing he says yes. I, I hope that he would be like the white hat or like uh, maybe a builder because he's really good with Legos. That maybe he would be... Um, a GC or a framer? Yeah. Or, But he's watched me roof since he was a baby. 
So I have pictures of him on site at two years old with like skids of shingles in the background, putting on harnesses, him holding like torches as like a toddler. And he sees me go to work every day uh, and come home dirty and tired. And he knows I have a hard job. Um, He's also proud of me like, oh, my mom's a roofer, you know, like she, she works really hard and he he understands that with this job and like yes we have a home and all this i also don't get to spend a lot of time with him in the summer and it's just him and i like i'm a single mom i've been on my own for nine years so in the summertime it gets really tough he comes to job sites with me a lot any of my weekend work he's there on site with me um he is learning more now he will help He'll pick up bundles. He'll clean up the site. He wants to make money. He knows, like, if he helps me out, for one, he's making money. And for two, we get to go home earlier and spend more time together, which is like a win-win all around for for both of us, right? Child labor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, uh, there are times where he's like, Mom, I need quality time with you. Like, you worked 70 hours this week. I need quality time. So with being, like, a full-time roofer and putting in 70 hours in the summer, I need to be able to have that balance to, like, pull myself away from work, which is the moneymaker. But there are some things that are more important than money. And if my boy is telling me he needs me to be home, well, no roof is more important than that, and I'm going to take a little break and spend time with my kid. But because I've done this his entire life, he understands that in the summer, we don't get a lot of time to do a lot of cool things. But in the winter, we have way more time to go do all this um, adventuring and stuff. Yeah, I get to drive by some job sites and I'm like, oh, look, mommy did that. And he's like, oh, that one looks tough. Like there's a terracotta homes or terrace view homes in niagara falls and they're all 30 12s it's like a man's man's wow. it's like a wall you're you're repelling three stories up yes and he's like you were up there he's like were you scared and i was like yeah but i did it anyways <laughs> yeah <laughs> i even made boss man bring me new gear just so i was safe right I was like, hey, man, this is like fall restraint and fall restriction. Like, this is rock climbing. (laughs) But, yeah, that was one of my big challenges last year that I was very proud of, a 3012. uh, They're getting crazier now, I guess. mm -hmm. The builders are getting ballsy because they don't have to do it. They don't know what it's like to try and take this panel that you got pouring into the side of a wall, which has, like, a turret attached to it. Yeah, it looks really pretty. You know how hard it is to make that all watertight? Yeah, you guys figure out how to make it properly so that Mm -hmm, it won't mm -hmm. leak. That's not fair on their part. Well, it shouldn't be fair, right? Uh, Jesse, it's uh, SPAC, right? Yes. SPAC roofing. SPAC roofing. And on, uh, sorry, it was girlroofer at? Gmail.com. Gmail.com. And on Instagram, it's girl, spelt the right way, G-U-R-L, roofer. Uh, and then obviously you guys are sharing everything on social media, all the, the clan. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Why isn't there a boy clan? I guess there is. are some. All, all roofing, most roofing companies are boy clans. Uh, no, but I mean that are doing what you guys are doing. I, I guess outside of Josh, 
who else is really doing it? Like being that kind of up, like just showing how much fun roofing is on this on the boy side. I don't know. That's what I mean. Yeah. That you guys are ruling it. Yeah. Yeah, I have fun wherever I go, whether it's work or cannabis events or like beach house parties. Like I, I jam out with my clam out everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just enjoy life. So it doesn't matter. Like wherever wherever I go, to roof is where the fucking party is. <laughs> yeah. Would we Would we find you on the roof at a party? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. So remember, but we're not roofing this roof, Jess. Like, the, why are you want get down, get, get down get, from get, there? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's like I'm, I'm the the shit disturber, <laughs> the class clown. I stir the pot. I, you know, I kick chaos right in the taint. And uh, yeah, I'm the one that like, oh, don't say that. No, give me the phone. I will say it. <laughs> Corporate needs to wake up. And start attaching themselves. To what you. would happen if I became corporate? How crazy would no, things no, no, no! I'm not saying that you become corporate. I think corporate needs to become you. They need to get in touch with the yes, girl roofer. That's what it the is. The dreadheaded hippie chick needs to come and shake things up. Exactly. I'll shake it up. I love it. I just don't understand what like stop and slow down means. So like when I'm on that roll, I'm going. <laughs> it's, it's a roundabout, not an intersection. Right. That's all it is. It's just a merry-go-round. You ready for the 12 questions? Okay. Ready? I'm curious about these Shit. answers. Was I supposed to prepare for no, this? No, this is <laughs> off the cuff. Don't worry. There's no right or wrong. Have some fun A with test. it. And I'm very curious about what your answers are going to be. Oh, shit. First question. What is your favorite construction word? Fuck. What's your least favorite construction shit. word? Shit. What turns you on in construction? Everything. What turns you off in construction? Smelly guys. What's your favorite curse word or phrase? Lick my fucking taint. Crack my eggs. It's pink time, bitches. I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah. I just asked for one. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? My golden Tacoma. Got a taco, I baby. What yeah. year is that? Uh, she's an 06. Still, you know what? Fucking they had a clean. nice shape. Oh, yeah, nice just shape. like me. I don't know what's going on with the shapes of trucks these days, but that's a nice shape. Toyota all the way, baby. What's your least favorite vehicle? Uh, Ford. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> Unless it's got a 302, a boss in it. I don't want to fucking... Dually? Oh, Any? yeah. Uh, no, Dodge. If I'm picking Dually, it's going to be a Dodge. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, fuck, yeah. Actually, you know what? To be very honest, Ford the Dodge diesels are nice. Yeah. No, the Dodge diesels are nice with standard. Oh, yeah. Put some smokestacks up the back and a couple 40-footers on top. Bam. That's a truck. Not going to roof it. I'll pull the house down. <laughs> uh, what's your least favorite vehicle? Um, My Ripper. It oh, wait, takes me forever to get to work when I ride my Ripper to work. Oh, really? What construction sound or noise do you love? The compressor? What sound of the construction? What was the question? What construction sound or noise do you love? Compressor and guns, baby, all day long. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Is it lunchtime yet? It's hot out. Is there a lot? Yeah, they get they turn into little whiners. When they, the seasons change, they get bitchy. They don't see the joy in it? Two times a year. So when things get really, really hot, everybody gets really, really bitchy. And then when things get really, really cold, everybody gets really, really cranky. 
It's Canada. Can't be a roofer and a pussy at the same time. So go the fuck home. You're going to cry. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt one day? Uh, Doing fuck all and getting paid for it. What profession (laughs) would you not like to do? (laughs) Sit in an office at a computer all, 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 all day because I'm not good with computers and I can't really spell all that good. Auto-spell. <laughs> Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? I'm getting on my knees for you, my roofing goddess. <sighs> <laughs> Jesse, absolute pleasure having you on this show. Thank you very much. Thanks it's so been much. it's been a, a trip to be here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Entertaining. And, and I hope the corporate boys and girls actually wake up a little bit and, and, and see the value of being associated with you. Reach out. And reach out and maybe show me. up at spar with a disguise next time oh i see hope i don't get in trouble in. i hope i don't get in trouble for fucking telling that story what, well, oh you well you know trouble? what who cares well, no the people were there weren't they oh yeah they caught it on camera was it shared on social it is on my tiktok is it really there are clips of it on my tiktok so people know about it already. oh yeah it was caught on camera it was caught on camera the dreads were flying <laughs> <laughs> would you, if you were in that scenario again, would you do it exactly the same? Well, no, I don't like getting in trouble and thrown out of places, <laughs> but nobody got hurt. It was a good time and everybody fucking talked about it. So I don't know. Good news, bad news. I was on, never, on the tip of everybody's tongue. So no, I, I don't, I don't regret that day. I had fun. I think you should go <laughs> back with a disguise. I thought about it and tucking my hair in like my hood and putting on a cap and going to the one that was like in Toronto a couple days later. And I was like, I'm going to go incognito and I'm going to go to compete and I'm just going to kill it. Right. And then be like, pull my hood off and be like, I'm the badass bitch. And I was here to play again. <laughs> and I win. I yeah, won. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, uh, I, uh, I enjoyed that day. I don't care if I got in trouble or not. Shit happens. People make mistakes. We're fucking human. You can try and fix your mistakes or you just carry on and move forward and hope for the best. Enjoy. Try to learn from your mistakes. Enjoy. Exactly. Spack, Spack Roofing mm-hmm. at Guru Roofer. Uh, that's it. It's over now. It's over now. What else? Oh. Unless you want to share anything else. What would you like to share? Anything it's else? Pink time. Pink, it's pink time. time. It's always pink time, no? Do, 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 do. I don't know. <laughs> Jesse, thanks so much. Thank Angelina, you. we're oh already here.